the Christian worldview of mainstream atheism. What is an atheist? By definition, nothing more than someone who simply rejects theism. It's not a high bar. Strangely, perhaps, many atheists will say they reject all religion. See, for example, Ricky Gervais. But do they? Let us first admit that many atheists will concede that they will not throw out the baby with the bathwater. They want to retain rather much of what in religion is good. Sam Harris says there is a kernel of truth with respect to the spiritual insights Christians and other religious devotees are seeking. Douglas Murray will praise the tradition and even the ceremony to some extent. I myself will argue that there is inexplicit knowledge instantiated in these cultural practices that we would do well to respect, if not always adhere to. Religion can be a stabilising force. And yet, many of us notice that there is very little bathwater and rather a lot of baby. In the case of prominent atheists, let's take Ricky Gervais. It is mere drips of bathwater on a bath-sized baby. In particular, Ricky will reject God, that's the easy part, and the angels and the saints and all the other gods too. But really, and I do mean really, this is the icing on the cake. Yes, some religious people are deeply moved to take seriously the notion that God is answering prayers and has a plan for them. But rather all of them take the morality far more seriously. What is Christian morality? It's altruism, self-sacrifice. Do good for others at cost to yourself. The more you sacrifice the better a person you are. This is the example of Jesus Christ. He gave up everything for everyone else, so it is said. What greater gift can any man give than to lay down his life for another? But some may object. That is not Christian morality. That is simply morality. That is good, virtuous stuff. A moral universal that no Christian can lay claim to owning. That is human morality. And that, in a nutshell, is how deep the rot has set in. People will defend Christian morality as a universal while claiming they are not even Christian. They will claim that the Christian morality is not Christian. They will enact the ritualistic defense. This is a universal moral code. Altruism is a virtue. Wealth is the evil and we should be skeptical of it. It is harder for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven than for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle. Yes, religions like Christianity were an improvement over warring tribes. If all the warring tribes come together under one common religious banner, then at least some internecine violence can be quelled. What an advantage. But this is the first step, surely. This is just a first approximation. We had to get rid of the tribe. We had to get rid of violence, and especially the violence between small groups. But the first solution was simply make a bigger group. But another solution looms. Tended not towards larger groups, but rather towards the individual. Tribal hostility can end when there are no tribes at all. When we act instead as individuals motivated not by group identity, but by our common individual drives and hopes and dreams. Altruism, self-sacrifice is an evil. It says, do for the other, and if you hurt, then you are even more virtuous. And that is the morality of socialism. Work for the other, work for the collective, pay heavy taxes to help the rest of us, and wealth, be skeptical of that. Give away your wealth. Be like Bill Gates. Gain great wealth, perhaps, but expect to earn scorn for it. Give it away to charities and then earn a claim. That is the moral thing. And no one needs to consider if that is actually the Christian thing to do. Bill Gates helped billions with Microsoft and made the world an amazingly better place. It was extraordinary work, unprecedented in human history. Is his malaria work good? Of course. But it pales in comparison to what he did without regard for others. 
He feels some sense of guilt with his worth, and so he gives it away. But what can morality be if not about the other? Well, it's about yourself. It is about pursuing your own values. It is about not coercing others and promoting freedom for others. It is about benevolence and kindness, because together we can achieve more than we can achieve alone. We should aim to make the world a better place. And that takes working with others, but it never entails sacrifice. It entails doing deals, finding common humanity with people of like mind and pursuing your interests when they align with those of others. Anti-altruism does not mean anti-kindness or anti-benevolence or anti-compassion or anti-cooperation. What it means is be kind and kindness will come to you. Be benevolent and benevolence will be shown to you. Cooperate and people will cooperate with you. What a beautiful win-win situation that is. But the Christian idea, the entrenched Christian and socialist idea, is zero-sum. You must lose a little so others may win. You must sacrifice so others may rise. And the more you sacrifice, the better a person you are. This evil ideal has become a virtue in mainstream society, and only because of religious precepts. It had to be invented. Religion invented this old idea, but there is a new way of thinking, a modern morality. A morality of individual kindness without coercion. A compassion without sacrifice. A concern for all humanity without losing sight of the centrality of you yourself in your own life. We must be rational. We can look at our fellows now and feel pity or even sympathy. We are not mere animals though, driven by primitive urges. We are different. We are thinkers. We are users of reason. The pity and sympathy we feel signals a problem of some kind in the world. We want to help others so they too can solve problems and help us to help them. And the cycle continues and together we all rise. But if, as the Christians and socialists say, it is virtuous only when there is no thought for yourself, there is no cycle. There is a one-way street. There is a zero sum. It's win-lose. So it is time you thought it through. Is it just received wisdom on morality that drives you? Are you a Christian thinker even if you reject God and Jesus and all of the prophets and saints? Are you driven by emotion and skeptical of wealth? Then you remain trapped in a mindset caged by religious orthodoxy. You may call it socialism. You may call it altruism. You may call it effective altruism. But that is the trick of religious memes, forever repackaging themselves with a simple change of label, a new font, a colour change to the logo, but unwrap it and peek inside. And there's Jesus. Cast it aside. Look instead to your brothers and sisters as truly capable of reason as you are, as able to contribute as you do. Look on them with kindness and encourage them not to sacrifice themselves, but to work to better themselves and to solve their problems so they can generate more wealth so they can go on to do greater things, to pursue their passions and be inspired by flying free of bad ideas without giving up for the other or for the common good. When we all work for ourselves, we quickly find common cause, make friendships that are not coerced, but built on bonds of mutual advantage. No one loses. Everyone wins. Not at any cost, at no cost, ideally to yourself or anyone else. As Adam Smith observed, quote, It is not from the benevolence of the butcher, the brewer or the baker that we expect our dinner, but from their regard to their own self-interest. We address ourselves not to their humanity, but to their self-love, and never talk to them of our necessities, but of their advantages, end quote. And what of the exceedingly small number of people who cannot work, who cannot help themselves? When a society is wealthier, it is more compassionate. It will help those people. 
their families and the people around them will be able to contribute more to their welfare. And even strangers will help and be motivated to help. But at the moment, they are prohibited from doing so. It is not compassion and kindness when the government takes away your money and gives it to the less fortunate, but it is a virtue to take your money and to use it to help others if you choose. It's all about the choice. So it is that we can all rise by reminding each other of how much we can do for them. Not by sacrificing ourselves, but by meeting our own necessities, as Adam Smith said. Necessities to live, survive, thrive, and genuinely feel alive. The kingdom of heaven must resemble something like the worst depravities at the worst times of the most failed states. For whatever it is like, if it is hard for the rich to enter it, we may all do well to avoid it. If you found this at all useful, informative, or even entertaining, I have a website, www.bretthall.org, and I have a Patreon account which you can find at that website. Thank you for any support, and have a wonderful day.